Hey everybody, we are back. This is uh, Richie. And I'm Chris. And we are the Imperfect Allies, and we have been away. Uh, and you've noticed, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we can sneak yeah, Chris, away. Uh, we can't sneak away. But um, I was really... It's been a very eventful six months or so in both of our lives. So... Um, but we wanted to start kind of at where we are now mm. and we could talk about where we came, you know, what, what's gone on and everything else, but where, where are we now, Chris? How are we feeling now? Um, that's a great question. I think we are in a different place, but we're also still where everyone else is and how <laughs> America has shifted and changed, uh, since we've been yeah. gone. And so, you know, we're probably torn just like everyone else and trying to navigate America and our own personal lives and the balance and walk between the two of those things. So, um, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, recently remarried. I don't know. I've, I've had two marriages in my life. Same woman, uh, <laughs> no divorces. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm about to, I'm about to marry my wife again too. So where are you? There you Appreciate go. This. It's probably a good practice. It, it, it was fun. The second time around, she said, yes. We do. We do want to do that. We want to do like a recommitment ceremony or whatever. Just like have throw a big party like that. Like just feel like, hey, this is because when we were married, we were totally different people. Mm. And y'all could, you know, y'all got married in succession a couple of years. But still, you just change. You just grow. Oh, I was a totally different person. Or worse, I guess. (laughs) That that person lived in Texas. This is a totally different. (laughs) We got better. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. And I so that's one of the things that. I got to come to your, your, your wedding mm-hmm. in, in uh, California. And I have, there's a lot of firsts for me. Break them you know, down. A lot of first, first, yeah. First, uh, first trip to California at all. I've never been there before. Oh, wow. Um, first time in a plane in probably 20 years. Wow. So it's a refirst, you know, I just had, I hadn't flown. I was driven everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, first time to be in LA, um, first time to be on the Hills, like just all, like every place was just new. Uh, and, and, um, I don't know, man, it, it, something happened, like, you know, people go on vacations and they're like, Oh, let's live here. Let's buy a place here and live here. This would be so great. Yeah. All right. That happens to a lot of people. It's happened to me before too, I'm sure. Um, but when I got there, the only word I have is energy. Hmm. And that's a very broad and not a great word to use. Shifted. It's, it, was, it, it was not the same as it is here in Texas. For instance, I saw a lot of, we stayed in a primarily uh, gay part of uh, LA, mm-hmm. West Hollywood. Right? So uh, there are so many people like out and open and free to be themselves. Yeah. With... And, and in fact, if you pointed out that, that that was weird or strange, you would be You'd the be minority. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You would be the weird one. Um, and that just the sense of like feeling like their identity is protected under the law, because if we are, if we are a country of laws, mm-hmm. then this is what California's laws state is that, you know, these people are people mm-hmm. and, they, and are, are, have the same rights as any other person. Um, 
so uh sorry i got distracted for a second you good um but yeah so that that was kind of that was huge for me that was huge being in it being not in the bible belt i don't know is that your experience too man what do you what did you feel like going out there um yeah no it's that's it's a different place in texas for sure than than the south not just texas just in general yeah. you know most of my groomsmen were no let's say all of my groomsmen are from the south and you weren't mm-hmm. the only one that was experiencing the culture shock of being in California. And it's, it can be overwhelming in a positive way because it's just things you've never seen before. Like it's, it's, it's yeah. a lot and it's everywhere and it's normal. And so, you know, yeah. I, I, it's very funny that you mentioned that we were in a gay part of town because coming from San Francisco, I didn't, I, it felt conservative to me. <laughs> yeah, was, was, yeah. 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 I didn't no even doubt, notice. No I didn't know what y'all were talking about. Right. So, um, it's just life as is here and um yeah it's different and even and not even like any like i saw the, the best example i have i think so or like the most the key that shot out my brain when i think about this is there was a woman on a one of those pay scooters that got kind of floating through town mm-hmm. and she was floating down the street on one of those things singing her heart out and nobody paid her any mind it wasn't look at that weirdo. It wasn't like, oh my God, that girl's look at that skirt is too short. Like the judgment that you can feel mm-hmm. when I walk into a target out here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it and I know that it could swing to the other way, that there is judgment of like cigarette smoking or whatever. There's mm-hmm. just there are there it just felt the release of that tension on that level. The release of that tension. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's something that I because you know the um, the stuff that's happened lately politically um, has really impacted my family hmm. in a lot of ways, you know, and um, it's it's really made us rethink what we're doing here in a very serious way here in Texas. So I, I yeah, here in Texas, yeah. Uh, I know people are flooding to Texas because of housing prices or um, basically housing prices. Mm-hmm. Um, and they think that they've, they've got, well, they're uh, less restrictions on guns. Cost of living is a um, big, big piece. Cost of living is, is, is smaller as well. Yeah. Um, but I, I just was like, uh, that feels to me, that feels off. Like I've been looking for a place like this. Mm-hmm. This is where I, I thought, this is possible and outside of the Bible belt it is. And I think like one of my other friends who lives in, he lives in Anchorage. He's like, yeah, it's conservative up here, but it's not the Bible belt conservative. Mm. Like it's not that kind of thing. And I just didn't realize how heavy that was because that's day, day one out of the womb. You don't get to think your own thoughts. Mm -hmm. This is the world. This is how everything is. And this is the truth. And it doesn't matter if science tells you different or you, you experience different things. This, is how it is don't think any other thoughts yeah in fact it's so dangerous to think other thoughts that you will eternally suffer if you think different thoughts Mm. and that's just in preschool that's in preschool elementary you know yeah all the way all all the way through it and you you, you're meeting people that either are or never experienced it at all yeah it was just a mind it was a mind-blowing experience 
Yeah. And uh, I got to meet with one of my really good friends, Jeremy uh, Schmidt, who um, we've worked together on scripts before, and hopefully we'll get to meet everybody soon. But his uh, his girlfriend is from L.A. and she's a native L.A. and oh. so is he. They're both they both were born there, and she never left. She's, oh. She stayed there the whole time that she's been alive. And she's like the part of what what people don't really understand about L.A. is like there's a lot of people that are native here that were born here with generations of people here and we want to make it a better city mm. but we've got all these people coming in trying to make it and two things happen either they make it and then become insufferable assholes <laughs> or they don't make it and they either move back home uh or like get involved like get become homeless you know because wow. where would you rather be homeless i would rather be homeless in southern california for sure yeah. than anywhere else so you know that kind of thing. So anyway, it just LA and Chicago, Dallas, all these different cities in different lights. And I've always really kind of heard it negatively. And that this wasn't my experience. Mm. Now I stayed away from a lot of the stuff that's that's probably bad about LA. But I wouldn't be I wouldn't pretend yeah. if it was here. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like it's yeah. just not it's not my scene. So so I don't know, man, it just, it, it was really eye opening to me that, that we can live in a place, um, that feels a lot more free. Yeah. I, I get it, that. But it has all these, like it's restrictions and it's weird. It's a weird, I, I feel foolish, but that's what it felt like. No, I think free individual expression is, is more free. Yeah. I think that's the importance of traveling and, and visiting new places is to see that because you know, mm. it's, <laughs> this is going to sound um, counter to what you're saying, just because of how That's things okay. get polarized. <laughs> but the word sure. states rights is mm. um, a thing that is polarizing right now. But it's really essentially saying that every state is going to, it has the right to have its own feel and laws and governance. And right. you can leave and go to another state and be like, oh, this actually fits where I want to be and who I want to be. Yeah. And that's a beauty of America that I, I don't think gets enough credit for how amazing mm. that is. Because in other mm. countries, you are, I mean, one, you'd have to get a visa to come to California if these are different countries. You'd have sure. to get a visa to even stay longer than you, you, mm -hmm. you want, right? And, yeah. uh, and then you'd have to get citizenship and a whole slew of other things to go somewhere right. with a different culture. Right. But in America, you have the right to go mm -hmm. somewhere that's totally different. And th mm -hmm. that culture is going to be protected in that state because of state's rights. And so I, I love hearing how your trip here was, because it reminds me of, I think, kind of the move that I had initially was mm. moving here. It was very eye opening how different it was. Um, but it was different in a way that I was uncomfortable with and not necessarily in a negative, sure. like just, it was different. Like I felt the difference. Oh yeah. And it was like, oh, this is okay. I got to get my bearings here. I, I need to. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I didn't come here on vacation. I came here to move. So that could be a, right. a, a different piece. Right. Um, right. but it was, it was very jarring and even, even before moving, I was worried and afraid of the move because I knew it was going to be 
an, a complete uproot of what I'm used to. Mm. And it's just, I don't know how life works, but it just, it's just uncanny how I miss some of the judgments and the stipulations and the rules that everyone had to walk through and be governed by because Hmm. in texas you knew what was right and what was wrong it was like in the air right like you said and Mm -hmm. it it could be very oppressive but also clear it wasn't ambiguous it is clear (laughs) right you know right and here in cali it's so ambiguous like Mm -hmm. you don't know what the person next to you is thinking, doing, on, experiencing. <laughs> there is no similarity. It's all diversity. And it's a beautiful thing because you have the right to be as diverse as you want to be. But it can be unsettling when the person next to you, you don't even know what planet they're on. <laughs> like, it's right, just, right. It's just, it's so different. And I've been struggling with my experience in California because... I am a very malleable human being. Um, It allows me to enter groups, build relationships with diverse Mm -hmm. people. But then, which you are excellent at, by the way. I mean, just I gotta say, man, I've never (laughs) seen it. I've never, and it's it's so great to see uh, because because, and I think what what puts you above the rest of the pack is that you're sincere. Mm. You 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 truly have enough care and concern for people to really care about what they want and need right away. Yeah. And, you know, and I got and that from my mom. I give her you did. Yeah. You did because she, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I can talk about your mom. She gave me a hug at the exact right time. I needed it. Mm. Cause that's the other, I'm sorry. And I'm interrupting you too. You're fine. So please go continue. <laughs> I said to compliment you. <laughs> no, cause, cause I need that. Well, cause people that don't know me, they might hear this. They're, if they're liberal, they're going to be concerned. Like, wait, why is he saying these things? And it, it could easily be, conceived as not as as loving as i mean it right but but mm-hmm. i do operate with love automatically and things of that nature and so being in a place where there's no rules and there's no guidelines like it, it's straight like imagine uh space right if you take a mm-hmm. uh anything out in outer space it'll expand and pop because there's no governing thing to keep right. it solid right and that is my experience here in california Mm. is for me it's just i'm expanding so much that it's it's uncomfortable i i'm losing my sense of self in a way because i'm so malleable i'm so adaptable i'm meeting so many different people that my own thoughts Mm. are being just warped all the time and Mm. um and so I kind of missed the governing bodies that was just, it was, it just was, it was, I, I accepted the the confines of my space and made yeah, sure. do with it. Right. And so, yeah. um, you know, we've talked about, are we moving back to Texas and what does that oh, mean? Wow. And, yeah. um, and it's not because California is a bad place in any means, right? Everyone, right. It, it's going back to the beauty of America is that, you can kind of go to a space that makes you feel whole. And, um, and so it's just been tricky. Mm. Uh, cause I, I do love many aspects of California and it is very freeing and, mm. um, it's fun. It was fun watching it through y'all's eyes and y'all's experience because I could see that freedom on your face. Like, Oh wow. Yep. I remember that. And, uh, wow. That's good, man. I didn't know. Yeah. Well, what were some other experiences? 
Um, I'm curious, what are some of the other experiences that got reported to you? Well, you know, even just watching a buddy of mine. So, you know, in Texas, marijuana is very illegal. Like, it's not even like a slap yeah. on the wrist. Right. Um, it's right. very illegal. And so, mm-hmm. growing up that way, especially being a minority, you don't even you 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 either dabble, and if you get caught, you have nothing to say. <laughs> you know, you're just right. you're just done, and that's life. Or mm-hmm. you you're very cautious about it, or you just abstain and my biggest Mm -hmm. thing was abstinence if you don't know what you don't know you're fine Um, coming to california i don't have to stay abstinent abstinent because the only reason i was doing it was for its criminality and i didn't i never wanted that label upon me because it was already there i didn't want to sure confirm someone else's you don't don't double stamp a double stamp yeah yeah exactly i don't need to double stamp (laughs) verified and approved like i don't want that yeah so um now being here it's something that is just part of the culture here. Well, having mm-hmm. my friends come and and be uncomfortable smoking publicly or talking about it, mm-hmm. even mentioning it, yeah. right? And it's like, oh no, here you're yeah. fine. Like it's you can you can you can partake, yeah. you can talk, you can discuss it, you can disagree. All of those opinions are accepted, and mm-hmm. that's a very freeing thing because you're not looking over your shoulder or feeling invalidated or feeling uncomfortable about something that does, you know, I I also didn't know how helpful it was. I always heard the phrase medicinal marijuana. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was a ploy. I thought it was a way to partake in something that you're not supposed to. Next thing I know, it it allows me to be the most productive I am. And Mm. I'm able to smoke a specific strand and clean up the entire house, organize things right. in my home and get things done that I don't have access to as a sober mind, clean mind. I can't. Right. Organization is right. not something that is in my repertoire naturally. And so, right. you know, to be organized and to be focused like much of society requires of you, for me, I would need mm. to partake. And that's not something that was right. possible in texas and i didn't even know would be beneficial for me right you can't even explore right. to find out if it's right. helpful or not so right. that's another freedom that i i got to see externally watching um y'all come here and be able to be openly doing that but it's something that i mm-hmm. remember impacting me yeah i want to i want to be clear i did nothing illegal on the trip <laughs> <laughs> right yeah nothing illegal um but I mean, that, that's, that's been my experience too. So I, I had never used cannabis outside of like a hand, you know, a handful of times through my entire life. Like mm-hmm. I didn't, it was drug and in, in, we've got people listening outside of the, of Texas. We cannot stress how illegal and how bad <laughs> drugs are here. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's the worst. Um, yeah, I guess if if uh, if for liberals drugs is racism, yep, and for conservatives conservatives uh, drugs is like drugs. Joe Biden. I don't oh, know. Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, whatever. I don't know. Again, I have it. No, no, no. So getting to experience uh, experience that plant, um, you know, I'm still having trouble kind of putting it all together because you're you and i have a similar and also unique unique brains uh so on an on sort of the opposite side of the spectrum of strands of uh 
uh, cannabis, uh, it has a similar effect to me. There's like a focusing calming effect that, I mean, I'm taking anxiety pills, I'm taking all kinds of stuff and I can't seem to get where that plan has allowed me to get yeah. in my time there. Uh, and it was, it was mostly being able to let go of thoughts and physical sensations that are constantly going on in my body mm. to that. It, it allowed me to, I could no longer be hypervigilant mm. and to, to see that I, I was okay. And it was in a good group. So, I mean, it was a good situation. I know yeah. that they can, bad situation can happen, but like being, being able to talk about what I need mm -hmm. versus, well, I don't want to put anybody out yeah. and I'll just, I'll just take it and take, take all the, whatever negative thing I'm feeling and I'll, I'll change myself, try to somehow to fit all these boxes when instead I found ways to like negotiate with people like, Hey, I need, I need a break. You mind dropping me off or mm -hmm. that, that kind of thing, that thing that didn't seem to put too much of a, of a dampen on the party or on anybody's, you know, mind or anything else. So, but you were able um, to communicate it as well. With... Yeah. And a really clear, and, and I think you saw, I mean, how, how did I come across? Did I come across as rude or no, it was just panicked or, um, and this word, every, every word can be interpreted anyway, but like it sure. was, I would say like a healthy assertive. It was like, Hey, this is something that I need. And yeah. I'm curious if you didn't have access to, uh, cannabis, what, what would have happened? What was, what's the alternative that your, your normal life would be like? Um, well, I took, I'll say this. I took zero aside from one instance, I took zero anxiety medication mm. when I take it daily. Oh, wow. And it's like an as needed, as needed, as needed, but I tend to need it every day. Wow. So all those, um, you like, um, clonopin or, um, uh, uh, propylol, um, uh, hydrocosine, uh, hydrocosine. It's a, it's like a strong Benadryl. Mm -hmm. I'll take one of three of those every day. Wow. Because of the physical sensations of anxiety. Like, like I I'll have like my heart's racing for no reason. And it's not physical. It's not my, nothing wrong with my heart. Mm -hmm. It's just adrenaline kicks off for some reason. And that when it happened, because it happened, uh, Uh, the opposite type or the other type that you, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. the strand. And Diva, yeah. 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 Uh, it, it heightens my anxiety. Mm -hmm. Uh, but even if it's heightened anxiety, I still have a little bit of separation from the physical and the mental stuff that kind of keeps me anxious about a whole lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. I know I'm not being articulate. I'm sorry. Um, no, no, I understand. But it, it like, the plain, plain as I can say it, it helped me mm -hmm. and it helped me tremendously. Wow. And that's how I see it as a helper, as a, as a co co-inhabitant of the, of this earth. Yeah. That we are, we are put on, put on earth. Most things are put on earth to care for one another. That's what I think. Mm -hmm. Or to provide, provide for some one another. And it does require sometimes sacrifice. I don't know. I just, 
there's a benefit, there's a value add that is being it's ignored valuable. in Texas yeah. about this specific topic. And, you know, and I, and I think we can be clear, you know, for me, I am very at peace. 99% of the time, I'm just at a, a calm hum. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's my baseline. Mm-hmm. And, and smoking the strand that helps you, which is indica, puts me below that baseline and sends me mm-hmm. into a panicked anxiety yeah. because I can't get out. I can't get back to baseline. And if I'm alone, I'm, I'm too low and I'm too trapped. And I oh. asserted to you when we were together that, Hey, I need, I need someone around me. Cause if I'm by myself yeah. on this, I will go, I will panic. And, yeah. and we just played uh, the Nickelodeon superstars. Yeah. We just played some <laughs> PlayStation great. and just vibed out. And I, I felt yeah. taken care of and I was good. Yeah, man. But it was, that was helpful. But, but, mm-hmm. but if I take sativa, which takes me above my baseline, it allows me to mm-hmm. take action on things that are typically outside because I'm so even kill, you know, to mm-hmm. be organized, you kind of have to be a little, um, uh, analytical and anal about like, this is wrong over here. This needs to be moved here. Mm-hmm. I'm so open-minded and like just accepting. It's like, oh, that's fine. Sure. It can sit there. It It's just an object. Who says it has a place, right? But then if I smoke sativa, I'm like, oh, no, it has a place. It needs to be moved there promptly. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that allows me to be more efficient as a human being and as an adult. And yeah. if those values, if those value adds are being ignored for particular individuals and those that don't um, maybe have access or it's been said to be criminalized, all these things, mm-hmm. then we are missing something that is valuable and we are missing the value that it has for a stigma. And yeah, sure are. I can't harp on that enough because honestly, Rich, that, that statement right there that we just kind of casually had about cannabis is what I feel like is missing universally in America. And I live, I went from one of the most conservative places to now one of the most liberal places. And it's pretty clear that both places aren't aware of the value adds that the other place has. And, mm. and, and all that is left is the stigma and the judgment. And yeah. it, it drives me insane as an accepting, loving person to hear non-loving things said from people who preach love, right? And I think that's the same thing Mm. with Christians, right? Christians are supposedly preaching love, then we hear hate. And I'm over here hearing people that talk about, you know, loving all with pride and, you know, gay Mm -hmm. pride, which is supposed to be, like the rainbow is supposed to be everyone's rainbow, basically, right? But yet there are people that I hear the talks and there's clearly unloving things being said. And it always comes back to, we can't value the things that they do well. And that hurts me because I can mm. see what they do well. Like that, for some right. reason, that's my skill set. I can look at you and be like, this is how you, you benefit the world. This is what's ma- amazing about you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if I can't sh- communicate why this person is amazing because the person next to me is saying, well, they do this, they do that, it, 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 it tears me apart. And it makes me feel like I don't have a voice because I just want to celebrate mm-hmm. people. And we're not even yeah. in that culture anymore, like collectively. Yeah. And it's it's just been really hard to be in California and to hear the hate put on people that I love that are back in Texas. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I don't know, it's, it's it's been tough for me just on that yeah. front. Yeah, it sounds tough. And it, 
it sounds like you, you know, you were talking about the top of the show, how like there's, there are benefits for you being here in Dallas. Mm -hmm. Like, like there are some things that we do that we do well that, you know, and part of that is like, you know, your place really easy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I know it's not always the best, but that ambiguity, like having ambiguity can be very dissent. Like you just said, it's, it's dissent. It messes with your head. Yeah. You know, and it can be debilitating and, and, yeah, I mean, I get it, man. I get it. I think, I think I do. Yeah, it's yeah. It, well, it's just weird to talk about because mm. um, I, um, I'll share uh, a, a friend of mine um, was talking about how they receive judgment. Uh, they're gay, but they receive judgment because they don't look, mm. they don't display gay enough. They they display yeah. that they're too normal, and me being someone when that, you say normal normal let's that's the term that's used yeah. i i yeah okay you know okay. I, I i'm only using normal because that was what was cast upon them as a gotcha. just as a thing <laughs> like i i knew you were i just wanted to <laughs> yeah i appreciate that <laughs> but sorry go ahead it, it then comes back to me thinking like man i you know i whatever normal is that's how i i feel i don't you know i'm just me you know and i assume Mm -hmm. me to be normal but there are people that are requiring markers to be not normal and that's okay too but um it's it's uncomfortable when I'm used to boundaries. I'm used to someone saying, Hey, you look lost. You know what I mean? <laughs> like mm-hmm. yeah. where you're not from around here like that. That's like, you know what? You're right. Let me head back this way. Whereas, mm. you know, here it, it seems as though I can walk in any place and, and um, no one's going to really redirect me until you get close enough. And then they'll tell you like, Oh, well you're clearly different or I don't know. It's, mm. it's the same thing. It just looks mm-hmm. different, and and honestly, when I say these things, this all reminds me that we're all human. We're all the same, right? And I want that to be the message more often. And it, we're still so, we're still so, um, uh, in our enclaves and in our groups, and that's for protection. And I get that as well, but um, yeah. I don't know. It just is unsettling for a person like me who is really open. <laughs> like I, I, yeah. not to say that other people aren't, it's just hard to, if you don't know me, it's hard to understand what it's like to hear someone say they're open. And then you be like, I don't know. I don't know if you're as open as you're saying, cause I'm in pain right now hearing that you're not including this other person. Like that hurts me, yeah. you know? And yeah, uh, I don't yeah. know. Just to, it's a lot of empathy, man. I think I think that's a, that's something that you're you were blessed with is a lot of empathy, and and you can you can feel that blessing can sometimes sometimes feel like a curse, mm-hmm. especially when we get in the midst of all this like crazy talking that's going on right now, like this back and forth and stuff like that. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I, I think I think that's part of the reason that we're back is that this we are whatever a small part now but we are part of the dialogue in this like Mm -hmm. like we need to we need to be able to um look look at the benefits of why um people do the certain things they do why like and there might be something of value there for me that's not maybe not participating in that or whatever else i don't know it's just we're 
we're more than just a, a category. Yeah. More than just a conservative or progressive or whatever. All of us, right? We're all more than that. And the I I brought up these two things before in past podcasts, but you know, Myers Briggs helped me see strengths clearly, and they all were attached to a weakness. Like that, you can't have a strength without a weakness. And right. You know, celebrating our strengths and being aware of our weaknesses are fine. I love that. But it feels like right now we are, uh, you know, bringing up other people's weaknesses and just ignoring their strengths. And that just yeah feels criminal. Um, yeah. And it's, I think, micro scale too with like the celebrity stuff that we're seeing now. Um, whether it be criminal or just in general shitty behavior, you mm-hmm. know, and it's affecting different people in different ways. Um, but you know, it's, uh, I think, I think a great example of this to me anyway, uh, I don't know if you watched the hot box, uh, with Mike Tyson or not. Mm, no, no, I've seen one episode. Yeah. So he's, he goes on this sort of, he talks about going on this journey of being like the savage, you know, mm-hmm. like to me, he, he was, the height of masculinity. Yeah. Like, I mean, and back when I was a kid, I was like 12 years old and Mike was going and I'm like, okay, well, I, I, there's a couple of things I can't do, but I can do some, <laughs> you, know, like, you know what I mean? Like, just felt like that's the dude that was like the baddest guy in the room, just the height of every kind of action movie and stuff. And, it, and to see that like inside he was having the same experiences I was having mm. fear, fear of rejection, uh, low self-esteem, you know, depression, anxiety was all going on mm-hmm. and how he focused or funneled all that energy into, into one thing into being the baddest motherfucker in the room. Um, but it did not give him what our plant and animal allies out there that that we react to their uh like uh physiology or whatever mm-hmm. so like he, he um you know he had an experience where he did uh there's a toad that secretes a something it's a hallucinogenic mm-hmm. and on that hallucinogenic he was able to to start freeing himself through that and therapy mm. to be where he and he, he well, you know it, it goes is Anyway, Mike Tyson is a complicated subject because there's also rape charges and all that stuff. And, and he was convicted for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but to come from that being that kind of person to where he is now, where his heart is open and it's not some, it doesn't feel like a BS ploy. Mm-hmm. It feels like he can't do anything but be open like he is. Mm-hmm. And the world hurts him because all cause he's, he's allowing himself to be open like that. And the med- those medicines and those those allies are helping. Mm-hmm. They help him get to a place where he can, you know, uh, doesn't have to be that that savage. That's not who. He, that's not that's that's Iron Mike. That's not me. Right. You know. And that and uh, that's kind of that's kind of. I mean, it's it's just, just I I feel the vibe of that. I feel the experience of that. You know. I don't. I, don't, I have not done hallucinogenics. Um. Because they're illegal in Texas. They are illegal in Texas, for sure. <laughs> yeah. 
but I'm looking into trips like where it is legal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so I don't know, man. Uh, I, I think I think we're yeah. I think we come to it though that 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 we do ourselves a disservice when we when we dismiss someone or something right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And I know people will want to bring extreme examples to this argument, but we're not doing that because that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about extreme examples. We're talking about, can I live next to a guy with a Trump sign in his yard who's waving his flag and you know whatever else and next to our LGBTQ, LGB, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Our queer flag, our queer flag. I like queer much better. It's such a great word. Uh, You know, can we live together and see that? Yeah, he takes care of his lawn. He'll bring over my mail when I need it. There's some good things to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hopefully he sees that like, you know, our house is kept up. Like our yard looks nice. Like, like, I don't know, whatever. Just creature comforts or just showing care and concern for other people. Um, No, I... I, I I would love for a candidate to come out and speak it that way or just mm-hmm. some, some form of leadership doing that. You know, I've I've wanted to try and do it more in my comedy, but it's it's very hard uh, when you have, you know, eight to 10 seconds to get someone to be comfortable enough to laugh, but at the same time, challenge them to be open to more people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's, it, you said, you, you don't mean extreme examples. And, and I would say that, you know, there's levels to this, right? Like you, yeah. you would bring up someone who's like Buddha, Mike Tyson, uh, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, Gandhi, mm-hmm. like those people had levels to themselves. Uh, Muhammad Ali, uh, mm-hmm. um, Nelson Mandela, like they had mm-hmm. the ability to go into darker, uh, more atrocious behaviors and find, the the beauty in those people and so you know not everyone needs to be able to do that tomorrow but it, it's not a bad goal um right because you know for me growing up with racism it it felt like the best thing for me to do was to to not hate the person back because mm. it just felt like if i did it was me doing what they're doing and if i thought what yeah. they were doing was wrong it never clicked in my mind to, to I can't re- recycle that it just that would never mm. make sense to me and yeah and so in, unless I'm in times yeah. of real weakness I'm typically completely content with someone hating me for their mm. own psyche because th- that's what they are that's why they're uh, who knows why they're there but but I I don't you you allow say that again even if they're negative, I can't I say I, I lost it. Oh, we lost it. Okay, you're, I can hear you now. Okay, no, I was saying you you allow people to have their own thoughts, yeah, even if they're negative towards you. And that dude is that's some Buddha shit right there, dude. That's amazing. I, and it's I, I, it's just all I know. It's the only way to yeah. And I think a lot of people are like that. I think a lot of people, and I, I would consider myself the same. Um, you're way nicer than I, but, <laughs> but that might've been out of necessity to be quite honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so we could, we could even go there. Um, yeah. so, um, but yeah, man, yeah. You, 
that that not wanting to 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 like I got bullied mm-hmm. a ton growing up. I mean, just crazy amounts of physical physical violence, and I have not hit anybody outside of a ring or punched mm-hmm. anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I didn't. I don't. I could solve my problems that way, sure. And it might be easier, but it's better not to. Yeah. I feel better about what well, you know. What's 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 in here? What's in my heart? What's in my brain? Wherever wherever we are. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that got me, man. Yeah, and that's that's what I've been struggling with the most. Just um. Yeah, just just struggling with that and it's just because our nation's so polarized and it doesn't really feel like there's you know the middle doesn't have much of a voice and um Mm. and if you do social media doesn't really reward the middle's voice which i understand the algorithm is designed to be effective at what it's doing but um yeah it just it makes it tough and i don't know how many I, it's it's hard to hear other people who are in the middle, right? It's it's hard to know that we're out there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm sure we are, and I, I'm sure we're able to be emotionally impacted by things, but also understand maybe the the other side's point of view. Um, I, for a joke, was researching the Roe v. Wade stuff, and I got stuck on a just several pro life women. Um, like uh, there's just you know youtube will keep recommending something you just watched and it was yeah sure it was uh, what's the word comforting to see the joy on these women's faces just to know that like they 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 were fighting for something they believed in just as much and regardless Mm -hmm. of um what the results are in each state it's it was a reminder that like they're doing it because they're trying they they believe that they're helping yeah their mission yeah and they're not evil they're not doing it to cause pain and hurt in the world and that vision of them was not the vision that i'm hearing and so it was refreshing to see that because it's it's really easy to to not see that you know yeah and it's 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 i think it's part of the the overall syndrome of, of America is that we help, we help even when help is not requested. Yeah. And, and, and that, you know, somebody who's pro-life is like, I'm helping you. You're not going to want to do this. You're going to regret it. Da, 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 da. Like all these reasons. Um, it's not helping. No. And it's, it's one of it. And, and I think, I struggle with that coming out of sort of trying to come out of my whiteness or whatever else, if I can possibly, uh, is putting that down of like just letting people do what they need to do mm-hmm. and not get so involved in um, every little decision or whatever else. So, um, sorry, I got distracted. Uh, Rich, it's okay. You smell okay. anything? The the cats were looking that way. I started smelling something. I just wanted to make sure gas isn't leaking or anything. Okay. All right. We're safe. They they both just looked at nothing, and then I smelled something. So I was like, they know something I don't. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry no, about the urge. No, that's okay. 
That's okay. I mean, I think I think we're we got a good place to wrap up. I mean, I think we talked about a lot of things. Trying to find trying to find uh, see what the other people value mm-hmm. when you when you disagree. What are they valuing? Now they can claim values, and all. I'm I'm not talking about we're not talking about politicians. Like let's right. You know, we got we got to be able to like talk about human beings and voters and people that people that you live next door to. We've got to be able to find a way to see what they value and and not just immediately dismiss them because of some label. Yeah. Whether it be self-applied or not. Cause what, cause that's the other thing is that we're also taught whites are also taught labels mm-hmm. like that where, I mean, that's, that's the, you know, and so it's, it's going, it would, it feels like going against your nature to say they, them mm. really, it's not like someone dropped their keys on the ground. That's a gender neutral sentence. And we, that doesn't sound weird at all, all, but if we say, Oh, that's, that's uh their towel or whatever. We, I don't know. We, we, they like, it freaks them out, freaks people mm-hmm. out because <laughs> it feels unnatural. And really what, what the value is, is like, you're, you're able to speak to someone in a way that they they wish to be spoken to like they would they wish to be acknowledged mm-hmm. like that's you know like i you could probably there's we just have those in every situation like i could go up to one friend and go hey you son of a bitch <laughs> and that'd be the friendliest warmest greeting in the world yeah right and that's you know because i've anyway so i'm going off on a tear but i think that's that's the core of the show today is just like Don't chalk it up to evil because that's that's a whole other uh, both sides of that. Like yeah. it's, it it that to me is a, a cop out. One hundred percent. That to me is a cop out. And it's so. it's typically the because let I'm gonna say this by saying I think we all have proclivity for evil. It's possible. All of us. Sure. It's human. Sure. And when we pull that out of ourselves to label someone else it 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 does start internally like it's Mm -hmm. it it, to see evil you have to have it you know and yeah all judgment is self-judgment man yes exactly i mean it's it's just that's where we start but i i just don't (sighs) know how to get people to take action on it and i guess it just starts individually but but it would just be beautiful. I can't wait for the moments where 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 we start getting more level-headed leadership and and people able yeah. to say, "Look, they're fighting for this because they value that. We value something different, and we're voting just like they're voting." And yeah. you know, we'll see what happens. But it doesn't need to be that they are trying to kill us or that they are evil. Um, yeah. uh, they're instantly doing harm. Right. Um, yeah. Right. Well, I think we learned, I mean, we learned from this podcast that it just takes, it takes effort. It takes the, the effort. Like, so if a listener right now, if you, if you want to live in a safer, calmer, more peaceful world, it starts with you. Like you, you have to make, make the effort to go and talk to people that are different than you or try to learn about something that you hate. You know, like if you hate gay people, well, have you, do you know any, <laughs> like, have you sat down and talk with one? Uh, a, a gay person or or if or if you hate black people or whatever white people if you hate white people again it's going to take some trial and error and i, I know there's some really awful whites out there so <laughs> but i hope you understand that like it's a this is the work 
that people talk about. This is what scripture talks about. And this is also what left-leaning people talk about when they talk about social justice work. It's the, it's the work of going and being uncomfortable to where you can get to a good place of openness and honesty, man. I mean, that's really, it's like a small barrier. Yeah. But it seems so insurmountable. Yeah. To reach out to somebody different than you, to, to talk about stuff. Uh, but it's working for us. So I'm hoping it'll work for other people. Amen. Chris, this has been a great show, man. Uh, do you have any final words for our listeners as my son comes running in the room? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, find out for yourself. Don't just trust our word. You know, go out there, explore, experience life. And, and you know, we kind of started with this. But if you're in a place that doesn't feel comfortable, uh, start making plans. You don't have to move tomorrow. Yeah. But moving right. is more attainable than you, you might think if you give yourself a decent runway to do it. And yep. there are other states, if you live in America, that have options for you. If you're outside of America, find neighborhoods, towns. Um, you can probably find a place that fits you a little bit more. Um, but if you need uh, to move to America, I think I know some single people willing to. <laughs> oh, 100%. I know about seven or eight of them. Yeah. Put you up, so. they come on in. We'll get you, we'll get you married, you know, 90-day fiancé. <laughs> We got you. Yeah, 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 no doubt. And we're, our bench is deep, too, so don't worry about it. Yeah. All right, Ritual. All right. This has been All good, right. man. Um, yeah. How do we sign yeah, off? Good. It's been a while. We sign off with the peace. All right. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Boom.